the Game Changer Real Estate Podcast, where we help agents get their first five deals. Hi, it's Jennifer Henry, your host for the Game Changer Real Estate Podcast. Continuing conversation about wellness and balance in real estate. This month, we have had some great guests. We've had Monica Baker, Ruben Garcia, and now we have another rock star in this arena, and that is Melissa Cruz. Hey, Melissa. Hi. For you that, for those of you listening that don't know Melissa, she is part owner here at Game Changer Realty. She is a right-hand woman with me here in this company. She has a huge heart and passion for real estate and helping real estate agents within this industry. She's also a consultant with The Locker Room, like I am helping to train brokers and other agents in other areas. So she does a lot of things, but what she does really, really, really well is what I'm going to talk to her about today. As we continue this conversation about what it looks like to really have harmony in your life when you're in real estate, we know that this is a career field that is never done. The list is ongoing. You're the only person that decides when you're done. And so Melissa's really runs a tight ship when it comes to how she runs her life and creates that balance and harmony for herself. So Melissa, my first and kickoff question would be, what's most important to you when it comes to structure for your life in this real estate world? Um, excuse me. I would say for me is to, is to put together some sort of routine you know, that I can build structure because I also have children. And so I find that when I'm on a routine and they're following a routine, everything kind of works out smoothly for the most part. <laughs> so I look for what I can find, what I can put into a routine. You're talking about schedule, like schedule routines? Yes. Okay. Awesome. What is a routine that you have done that works well for you? And I know you, you have to switch it up from time to time because kids' schedules change, work schedules change, but right. what, what kind of routines are you you operating now that are working for you? Well, first I have non-negotiables, right? So I have a non-negotiable for myself. I have a non-negotiable for the children, well, for my family, and then I have one for my business. And so I kind of start there and that is how I base every single week and how I go about planning my things. And so I ensure, like for me, I make sure that I get up early and take care of me before I then serve everybody for the rest of the day. So that for me is a non-negotiable. I have to do that. Or I'm not well to be able to give to everybody that I give to on a daily basis. And then the other thing is, is the time that I get to spend with my family. So a long time ago, I learned that uh, it's okay for me to say, I am done at this time. I'm scheduling this time to spend with my family and and that just be that. And so that is the other non-negotiable with my family is that when I am done about five or six o'clock, that my day is done and there's no more work going on that day. And then the other thing is for my business, the one negotiable, non-negotiable that I have for my business is that every single Sunday is my reset day. And I look ahead at my weeks, my, my week, my day, what I have going on. And I plug everything in so that I can know what kind of week I'm heading into. I love that. And I know for a fact you do the reset because I get tons of emails from you on your reset yes. day. <laughs> Those are the days that you're confirming your appointments and planning your week and all that. So reset, let's talk about the reset day. Cause that's a thing you and I both do. Mine's on Fridays, mm-hmm. sometimes Saturdays, but yours is yours is Sunday. So what is a reset day just for our audience? Let's kind of redefine what that is. 
Yeah. So I get up early on a Sunday before I know my family gets up because it is the weekend. I don't typically work on Sundays, but I want to make sure that I can still do what I need to get done without taking too much time away from them. So I still get up very early on a Sunday morning and I kind of just pull everything out. I pull out my calendar. I pull out anything I have going on with the kids that week at school, what we have going here with the brokerage, you know, just kind of things going on. And then I look at my calendar. Um, I'm a paper planner kind of person. And then I start to plug in things um, on my calendar. And so I typically will start with my family, you know, when we're going to get ready for school, when I'm going to be picking them up, when they have their after school curricular activities. And then I start to put the things on my calendar that don't move. They're the reoccurring things that happen each week. Um, And that allows me to see what kind of other space I have left open. So if I want to take a class or I want to work on a a creative project or something, I know I have that time that I can allocate to it. So when I get there on that day, I can focus on that activity. So it's really just looking at what I have going on for that given week, assigning it something, you know, assigning it a place to be. So I know that I'm not taking any mental space today because I know whatever thing I'm working on when that day comes, I'm going to, I'm going to work on it. Um, And then the last thing I do is make, I have big rocks for the week. So I have big rocks for my personal life for game changer realty and as well as the locker room. Yeah. And then you schedule those in. Is that how that works? I do. So there are things that like my one thing this week that needs to get done. I try to, and it's not usually a long list. It's probably one or two things that I want to make sure that without a shadow of a doubt, these have to be done. These are my big things that are going to move the needle in my life and in my business. I love it. Today, just today, we met with our agents, Melissa and I. Did. I love Mondays. I love Mondays too. <laughs> They're so great. We met with our agents and Melissa brought up a topic that was productivity related And Melissa is a highly productive person for our audience listening today. If you don't know her, when Melissa says she's going to do something, she gets it done. But Melissa is also really structured in her approach. And that's something I can really appreciate about her. And she's a sounding board for me in this company to sit down and work through plans with, because she really has a great way of thinking about structure and thinks of things I don't think of when it comes to realistically, are we really going to be able to get these things done? And, and it's just, she keeps it simple for me. So I really appreciate that about you, Melissa. But today, when we went with our agents, she brought up a productivity topic. Share with our audience what that topic was about today, Melissa. So I had a question that I asked our agents today, and that was, how do you know when you have had a productive day? Yeah, that's great. So Melissa, I'm going to ask you that question. How do you know when you've had a productive day? I know that I've had a productive day when I know that I have spent more of my time during that day on dollar producing activities, especially when it comes to my business versus the busy work, right? All of the admin work and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I know that we have to do it, but that's not necessarily what I'm being paid on. So as long as I know that I can hit those dollar producing activities or the things that really matter to me in my life, then I know I've won my day. I know that this was a productive day. I did something today that's going to move the needle in my life for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. You know, for me, knowing I've been productive means that I've spent the majority of my day in my strength zone. Yes. Really, honestly, I don't even have to look at the hours to know if I did it. Like, I don't have to look at a calendar and be like, okay, I spent 8.2 hours in my strength zone and 1.7 not. Yeah. Um, The goal is 85% of my day, which not every day is like that. Cause there's a lot of days I do things that aren't in my strength zone because I'm not, haven't reached a point where I can hire people to do everything for me yet. Right. I will mark my words. So for me, if I've spent the majority of my day in, in high or in um, things that are my strength zone, then that's a productive day to me. And I'll tell you, I don't even know by the hours. That's what I'm saying. I don't know by the hours. I know by how I feel. Yeah. So I might be physically exhausted, 
just from the day because I get up early, but I might be really emotionally and mentally completely charged up. Yeah. And usually when I spend a day in my strength zone doing things that I do well, like communication things and planning and building, those are like my real strengths. Mm-hmm then usually I end the day with high feelings of happiness, fulfillment, and energy. And that's yes. typically for me, an indicator that I've had a productive day. Right. Um, even though the hours might not always line up exactly like 85%, you know? Right. So, so uh, but I can also say that I feel lower energy on days when I've had to do a lot of administrative work. You know, yeah. the other day I came in here and prepared for our home buyer seminar and I was printing things and stapling things and planning and doing all these little tasks that, I knew were important, but they do tend to drain me from the, from the things that I know I'm really good at. I'm not, and I'm not great at those things, you know? So I, those are the things I listen for when it comes to a productive day. What were yeah. some of the things that our agents said, if you wouldn't mind sharing today? Do you remember some of the um, things? Some of our agents, they said, um, someone mentioned doing dollar purchasing activities, you know, making their contacts for the day. Some of them did mention scheduling my day, you know? So when I asked them as a follow-up question um, about their calendars and, Hey, do you know what you have going on for tomorrow? Some of them said yes, which was really fantastic to hear. Cause it means that they're really taking a proactive approach on how they're spending their time. Um, and I was just super excited for that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> One of them said, if I've taken quiet time or something like that, you know, if I've had time in the day that was just to, to stop, then that was a that was productivity. So we want to hear a game changer real team. I know Melissa, you stand for this too. It's really important that our mission is really to help agents understand that you can do more business in less time when you're working smarter, not harder. And it doesn't mean the hustle does not need to overtake your life. Mm-hmm. There are seasons of hustle. Mm-hmm. And then there are seasons where you just let you reap the rewards and you just keep the ship afloat. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, and maybe this is because I'm a woman, but I can do more than one thing. Right. And it doesn't mean that I have to have it all figured out now or, or I'm doing some of these at the same time, but it doesn't have to be, I have to choose this or that. Right. So like prior to becoming a realtor, I worked in the, in the retail industry. And when I had my children, um, I was trying to decide, you know, what did I want my life to look like? What I wanted to do, because I knew that retail wasn't it. I knew that if I went back to retail, I knew it was steady income. I was a manager. So I was making decent money. It wasn't too bad, but there was going to be a day that I was going to be given the choice to choose my job or my family. Like I just knew it. Right. Looking at the experiences I've had growing up, watching other people at their corporate jobs, I just knew that day was going to come. And I didn't want that day to come. I didn't feel like I had to choose a career and or being a mother. I could do them both. So So how do you do them both, Melissa? I plan, I plan and and try to spend as much intentional time on certain things as possible. And, And I, and I agree with you. You know, the less time you spend on something, the more productive you are because you're so focused on that one activity. And that was the other thing that we talked about at our meeting today was it's not good enough, guys, to to time block for tomorrow to say, I'm going to do lead generation or I'm going to do this or, hey, I'm going to work out from nine to 10. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, great, what am I going to do? You know, it's not enough to just say you're going to do it. Be very specific and intentional with how you will spend that time because, You'll spend half that time thinking, what should I do? You know, we hear it all the time with people wanting to share on social media. They want to post on social media, but they spend half their time thinking what to post about, you know? And I feel like that just, not only is it a waste of time, actual time, but it takes up so much mind share that we can be doing something else. And 2020, I feel like I can thank for that because that was when I really learned the value in, in being intentional, 
and being focused and having less time because I had less time, legit had less time. <laughs> so I had to learn how to use, yeah, use the time I have to still be productive. And so that taught me a, a, a big lesson. Yeah. My lesson for that came when I was going through chemotherapy and my mother was visiting and I, my, the first four or five days after chemo, I would just be wiped out. And I'm still a highly productive, industrious person. So I kept wanting to jump up and go do the things to keep my life going, right? Because I just, I'm not a person that just wants to lay in bed. I don't find right. pleasure in that. Every once in a while, yes, but I really, I, I get fulfillment out of getting things done and making my life move forward. Yeah. And so it was very unfulfilling to lay in bed and be sick for months. And so my mother came to visit and I would try to get up and make beds and do dishes and things. And she would not let me because I was so beat. I was just so physically exhausted. And so she would, we figured out that I, every hour I would have 10 minutes of energy. And so she would say, I give you 10 minutes to get out of bed and do whatever you need to do. And then you're going back to bed for, and you're going to rest for 50. And she, I got up the first time that she allowed me to, and I started to make my bed. And I was like, why am I making this bed? I'm going to get back in it first of all. But if I've only got 10 minutes, this is not the best use of my time. So then I was like, well, then I'll go do dishes. Then I was like, well, I'm not going to do the dishes because mom's going to be about to cook dinner, you know? And so basically my point is I started prioritizing what I was going to do with this limited amount of time. And I got so hyper-focused on what I needed to get done that I was astounded at what I used my available energy for in 10 minutes. And then of course that time got longer and longer as I neared the end of that cycle, that chemo cycle. And then of course I would go back down again, but in that four or five days there, I just lived my life in these 10 minute increments. And I learned how to get so much done and how to be very selective about how it's going to spend that time and energy. So that, that was my lesson in that. And, you know, whether you're a mom or a dad, or you have another job or you have a life like we all do, you know, it's always about managing the priorities. So in your case, Melissa, and my case too, when you have a window of time that you've time blocked to your point, don't just sit down and go, what am I going to do with this time? Have predetermined how you're going to spend that time, what you're going to do with it. What, what's the outcome? Yeah. And yeah. I, I really try to maximize every hour of the day. For example, I was never one I like to listen to books. I'm always, I'm a book reader. Like I like to physically have it, but as I continue to get busy and, and now my children are into sports, like I'm losing hours in the day. Right. And so I was like, well, let me stop telling myself these stories that I've told myself for a long time. If I generally still want to read and learn, then I've got to figure out another way to do it. And then I started to look at how much time I spent in my car every single week, you know, with the appointments that I was going on. Because before listening to books, I would show up to appointments 15 minutes early. One, because I'm a weirdo and I like to show up early because that's on time for me. But two, it gave me 15 minutes to read. So my goal was to always read 30 minutes a day minimum. I would have plenty of opportunity because of that, of, of setting myself up for that. And now I started listening to books and I have listened to three books in two weeks. I would have never in my life thought that I could do that. And, um, and it's fun, you know, and so the time that I now spend in the car, instead of listening to music or talking on the phone. I can listen to a book and learn something and, um, and then be able to share that message with our agents or with somebody else. And so I'm really looking at more ways throughout my day of how I can really maximize my time so I can get as much done as I can. So that when, when five o'clock comes and it's family time, it's truly and genuinely family time. Yeah. And you don't feel guilty. No, no, there's no reason to, you've done your job. 
Yeah. Well, and I, I also feel like I kind of earned it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you did. So when, I, when you first start real estate, you are, you are hustling. You are working as many hours as you can. You're trying to get yourself out there. And I get that. And I did that for a long time. And then I got to a place where I felt like I've earned the right to now decide that I want to have an end day and an end time to my day. And I want to spend that time with my children because that's what it was all for. Yeah. And so it took me a while to get to a place in my business where I can do that. But I felt like at that point I earned it. And yeah. so I took it. Yeah, good. I love that. And that is about giving yourself the the reward. Mm-hmm. You know, play hard, work hard, work hard, play hard. I mean, that's what that saying really is. It's like compartmentalize your life. In real estate, it's so easy to make your business, your personal life, and your personal life your business. And in a lot of ways, we even train you to do that because we're like, oh, if you're at a party, make sure everyone knows you're in real estate. Like it's hard to really distinguish <laughs> between your personal life. But when it comes to the intentional activities you're doing in your business, yes compartmentalize your life. That's why I have an office outside of home because I know that when I need to get busy and get things done, if I'm at home, I'm thinking about the laundry and I'm thinking about the dogs and I'm thinking about all these other things. So for me, that division is really important. Absolutely. So anyway, Melissa, um, we could, you and I could talk about this forever and ever and ever, but I know that uh, we've got a lot more to share on the topic in the upcoming, you know, the rest of this year in our content. I just want you to know, we're going to be bringing our agents in. I don't know if I've even told you this. We're bringing our agents in in the next few months to do some interviews with them. Yes. So that'll be exciting, right? That will be exciting. I'm so proud of them. I know. Our agents are doing such a great job. They really are. They're they're all happy. And they're happy. That's right. We have a great culture and culture is so important to energy and energy is so important to success and passion. So anyway, we could go on and on and on, but I thank you, Melissa. You are a person who absolutely lives, breathes, and eats this concept. And so I wanted to make sure that everyone could hear from you on this. Now, any of our audience, where would they find you, Melissa? If they want to know more about you, how could they get a hold of you? Literally anywhere. <laughs> but you can find me on Facebook. Most of my things will say like M Cruise 19, something like that. But you can find me on, on any social media platform. Um, and then of course on our website, um, but I'm very easy to find. She's on our website too, or yeah. just look at any of my posts. I've tagged her on just about like everything that we do. So anyway, thank you so much, Melissa, for coming in and sharing your goodness with us today. Thank you. This was fun. Yes. It's always good to have you here and our audience. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being um, great supporters of the game changer real estate podcast. We absolutely love what we get to do here with you guys. So be sure to come back next week and catch our next episode. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our library of great resources for you at GameChangerRealty.com.